Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Delivery from Staples. Staples guy. More storage bins? Great. Yeah, and you saved a ton with Staples' 110% price match guarantee. I am resolved to getting organized this year. Now everything is boxed up and put away. Whoa. What was that? Oh, no. I boxed up Paul again. Resolve to get organized with Staples 18-gallon plastic totes, now only $3. Staples, make more happen. In-store only while supplies last ends one Staples will match prices for items from retailers with online and retail stores and refund 10% of difference. See storestaples.com for details. Greetings. This is Evelyn Bowden. Thank you for joining me. I have a very special guest on the line with me tonight. It is Mr. Cody Wynn. Cody is a very special young man. I want him to tell us a little bit about himself in just a moment and have his father actually call me in on the other uh, number that I gave him to call into the studio so that he can be on with us also. Uh, Cody has made some very special accomplishments, and we want to give him an opportunity tonight to tell you a little bit about himself and about actually a poem that he wrote. All right. Uh, good evening, Cody. How are you doing? Good. You're doing good. Tell us, uh, actually, just give us your full name and age and perhaps the name of the school you go to. Tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Cody Dwayne Wynn. I am nine years old. The school I go to is Van Orn Elementary. I like to stay active and play sports. I also like to draw and write and also like to do puzzles. Oh, wonderful. So you play sports. What is your favorite sport? Football. Football. Wonderful. And what position do you play? Um, I play in 9 and 10-year-olds. You play 9 and 10 years old, but what position? A quarterback or running back or what? Oh, I play running back and I'm the backup quarterback. Oh, you're the backup quarterback. That's hey, okay. All right. Well, Cody, uh, tell us a little bit about your poem. Uh, well, you know, it didn't take a long time, but to look up some facts on her phone, and we just had to see which ones rhymed. Oh, okay. So, what was what's the title of your poem? All about that. All about that. So, uh, what is what is all about that about? It's just a lot about bats and how they use echolocation and stuff like that. Okay, so we're not talking about the baseball bat. We're talking about bat that flies, huh? Yeah. Okay, that's cool, Cody. That's cool. So why did you come up with that subject? Um, I just saw that it was really, like, about bats. So I was thinking just all about bats since it's about a bat, and there's a lot about them. Can you tell me the poem, uh, recite the poem, or, or you, uh, do you have a copy of it with you? Um, Maybe. Let me go check. Well, well, wait. You can do that. You can do that in a little bit. Your poem, I, I understand one of your teachers submitted it for inclusion in a poet contest. Yep. 
So was that the reason that you came with it, or do you write poems all the time? Do things come to you like that all the time? Um, no, it's, this was the first time they did it at my school. It just came up, so I didn't really know about it. Okay. Uh, how about uh, just school in general? Uh, do you like school? Yeah, I know it's good to get a break once in a while, but it's fun. <laughs> So what are your favorite subjects? I like math. Math. I did it, but I did not like math. So you must be a pretty smart character. So uh, do you win a lot of medals? We have the certificate that we get at school when we do good in subjects. I won a, a lot of those. Do you like other subjects? Yeah, reading and I like PE. Good. Um. Okay. Is your father near? Yes. Ask him to get on the line, and I want to talk with him a few minutes. Hello? Um, yes, Marcus. Yes. Okay. I've been talking briefly with, with Cody there about his poem and how it came to be. You must be very proud of him. I'm very proud of him. He's a pretty good very student. He, uh, he loves school. He really loves school. He loves math. He likes to read. So he must be pretty sharp there. Yeah, he's really um, real sharp too. He's always, you know, he likes to study, he likes to read his books. And actually, this was the first time that he did a poem. You know, I was really proud of him. He did very well on it. That's wonderful. And he told me that he has has received certificates also for other accomplishments. Yes, he received a certificate last year for the uh, top student in the second grade. And he also uh, got a lot of certificates for math. He's very good Mm -hmm. in math. Keep him encouraged. I know you all are as a as a family are, are active together and doing things. How important do you think that that is for young students, especially young boys? Well, today I think it's very important that the family, you know, the mother and dad, take care of the children and teach them the right way to go. It's very important, you know, the way that things are going on today. And we spend a lot of time together, you know, vacation, we go fishing, and, you know, we also have uh, when there, we play football also. And at the end of the season, we used to have parties for the football team. And, and last year, he got a uh, most valuable player. He got a football for last year for the most valuable player on his team. Wonderful. So you actually have a student who is also an athlete. That's very yes. good. You know, oftentimes we have our students that get uh, their attention on sports and they don't pay attention to the books. But it seems that he has a good, healthy balance there. So do you have other children? Yes, I have two other children. I have a oldest son. His name is Patrick, and he's okay. uh, in college right now. Oh, wonderful. He was also mm-hmm. on high honor roll in school. And I have uh, another son. My middle son is Marcus. He also mm-hmm. uh, has high honor roll. He's on high honor roll in school, and he's also received several certificates for that also throughout the mm-hmm. year. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, I've seen from the trophies and the uh, uh, plaques on the walls there that they are athletes also. Yes, yes, they are. Marks is a high school football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he received uh, three awards last year for most mm-hmm. valuable players, the most yardage, and uh, sportsmanship. Cool. Okay. Has it been hard to keep that balance, the balance with the academics and the and the athletics? No, haven't. You know, they pretty much, they, they, they really love school. They really love, you know, doing their work. And, you know, they kind of in, uh, they kind of compete with each other, you know. And plus that helps Cody along the way being the youngest. And uh, mm-hmm. they learn a lot from each other. Wonderful. Hello? Hi, Patrick. How are you? 
I'm good. Good. This is Evelyn. I was just uh, talking to Cody about his poem and the accomplishments there, and he was he mentioned that uh, you know he had an older brother, and I want to know as the older brother, how proud of you of Cody for his accomplishments because he seems to be following in your footsteps. Uh yeah yeah he's yeah. uh he's really smart and uh, yeah I'm always pretty proud of him because he always excels. And whatever he does, he's he's always been really smart. That's good. So, so you all close, uh, or is he the nagging little brother for you? Um, kind of both. <laughs> That's all right. Actually, you know, when it comes to to uh, older brothers and younger brothers, uh, that that's generally the way it is. But uh, but the love is there. Okay. I, uh, so how are you doing? Uh, I, I understand that you're in college now. So how are you doing with that? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Good. Well, okay. I uh, I just wanted to touch base a little bit with you before we um, we got off the air. Uh, let me talk back with Cody again. Okay. Cody. Well, I've talked with your parents and one of your brothers, so uh, they seem to think you're a pretty good kid there, Cody. Thank you. Well, good. So um, I'm going to go now, but is there anything that you would say to, say, another nine-year-old young man like yourself to encourage him to to study as well as do his athletics? I would like to say something. Okay. Whatever you do in life, never give up on it. Wonderful. Wonderful. I could not have said that any better myself. All right, Cody, I appreciate you talking with me. And when we put this on live, I'm going to let you know so you can hear how you sound on the radio. Okay. All right. Enjoy talking with you. Uh, let me have a final word with your father. Okay. Would you have any any word either to families, especially families raising boys about their academics, and especially the combination of academics and uh, athletics? I think it's very important that uh, they uh, focus on the the academics first, you know, then athletics just, uh, you know, just to add on, add on to their ability to, uh, you know, to to go farther in school and in the sports that, you know, they choose to to, to do. But I think that the uh, Academics first, first, come first. Okay. Well, okay, uh, Marcus, it seems that you have done a wonderful job with young men. Uh, you're in common with both. And uh, I just uh, wish you continued luck. I, uh, I have enjoyed talking with you all, and we look forward to sharing this program uh, with the audience because we know that academics, is especially as it relates to young boys is kind of tricky these days so thank you so much for for talking with me and we'll be reaching out to you later okay well thank you very much all right thank you we've just been talking with cody Wynn. briefly told us about all about bats and because he was an athlete because i knew he was an athlete i had to clarify if we were talking about the bat as in baseball or the bat as as in flying around. And uh, apparently he did such an excellent job that one of his teachers nominated him for a poetry award. We're just so happy and, and so glad and so excited to see when our young people do well. This is Evelyn Bowden. Thank you for listening. Let's talk with Evelyn Bowden. And please share this post with others. 
so that especially young people can see that there are young people out there that can balance being an athlete and excel with academics. Thank you and good evening. Yo, everybody get up. Everybody get up. Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep and she don't know where to find them. Go, Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Delivery from Staples. Staples guy. More storage bins? Great. Yeah, and you saved a ton with Staples' 110% price match guarantee. I am resolved to getting organized this year. Now everything is boxed up and put away. Hello? What was that? Oh, no. I boxed up Paul again. Resolve to get organized with Staples 18-gallon plastic totes, now only $3. Staples, make more happen. In-store only while supplies last ends one Staples will match prices for items from retailers with online and retail stores and refund 10% of difference. See store staples.com for details. Greetings and welcome. Thank you for joining me on another edition of Let's Talk with Evelyn Bowden. This is Evelyn. In a previous broadcast, I put forth the question of... Whose responsibility is it to find jobs for those workers who would be displaced by artificial intelligence or robot? Is it the government? Is it the employers? Or is the responsibility on the individual worker? The issue that the loss of tens of millions of jobs is a real possibility is not being addressed by politicians. Now, that does not mean this is not going to happen. Getting ahead of it is a lot better than reacting after the fact. Surprisingly, too, is that there is little dialogue about the fact that technology already exists that has the potential to take over 100% of the job functions in certain categories of jobs. For example, transportation and material handling, as well as production occupations. Hourly wages for these job types range from $10 an hour to $24, with the averaging out to about $14 per hour. However, uh, more surprising to me is that accommodations and food service tops the list of those jobs that are readily automatable. And some restaurants are already testing it out uh, in tasks such as self-service and robotic service. They are also using it in food preparation, including in cooking. Due to the low average wages of restaurant workers, the idea that restaurants will totally transition to automation at this point, it's not really uh, economically practical. So this group of workers don't have to be too antsy right now, anticipating their jobs will be totally removed uh, to automation. Now, holding the number two spot for automation is manufacturing. It is my opinion that this is an area that should be given more focus than the idea that American jobs are being moved to other countries. More specifically, how will the income of the displaced worker be replaced? How will provisions for the basic needs of the affected families and communities be handled? Being proactive to a very real phenomenon 
rather than reactive. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, so far in the United States, displaced workers have been reemployed at a rate of 66%. The reemployment for workers agents 25 to 54 was 73%. Rehire for older workers was much lower. Those 65 and older was no longer in the workforce. Most losing jobs due to plant closings or position phase-out. Mining workers were the least likely of workers to be re-employed. So whatever the reason for job losses, be it plant closings, position phase-out, or automation, millions of people will find themselves out of jobs with no ways of guaranteed re-employment. Here we are in the first week of 2017. Sears is announcing the closing of more and more stores around the country. And indications are that hope against hope, coal mining jobs will not be returning. And coal miners are now concerned not only over the loss of jobs, but over the loss of the protection of the Affordable Care Act. This is Evelyn Bowden. Thank you for listening. Visit the website, EvelynBowden.com, and share our broadcasts with others. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.